Bachim from Daf Chafalaf. But before we begin, I would like to mention a question, which is very Nogea Halacha Lamaisa, from back on Daf Zayin. I realized this as I was listening to this tape, after I had already recorded that I had forgotten to mention it. The question is as follows. We mentioned on Daf Zayin that normally mitzvahs mevarech alehen oiver yosem. We normally make a bracha on, on all mitzvahs before we do the mitzvah. First we make the bracha, then we do the mitzvah. But we say that there are three exceptions, bizman hazet, to this rule. And those, in those three particular cases, first we do the mitzvah, then we make the bracha. Those three cases are tvila, netilas yadayim, and hadlakus neiris shal shabbos. Now the case of hadlakus neiris shal shabbos, this exception only applies to a woman. In other words, a woman first lights the candles on Erev Shabbos, then she makes the brach. The opposite of how a man would do it. Why does a woman first light the candles and then make the bracha? Because if a woman first says, Asher Kiddushanam, Mitzvah Yisavet Shal Shabbos, Shabbos is chal immediately. And since Havara on Shabbos is usher, she would not be allowed to light the candles anymore because Shabbos was already chal for her. But the question is as follows. This whole Savara that would allow her not to be mevarech over lasiyasan because Shabbos is already chal for her, that only works on Shabbos. But how about Yontav? It would seem that on Yontav, where Havara is mutter, a woman would be able to light candles even after making the bracha. Therefore, the rule of mitzvahs mevarech alehen over lasiyasan should take precedence. And on Yontav, she should do just the opposite of Shabbos. And first, she should make the bracha lahad l'kner shal Yontav, and then she should light the candles. So why does it seem a lot of people do it just the opposite? At least to me, it seems a lot of people do it just the opposite. The Mishnah Brura in Reish Samach Gimel, Sifkat and Chav Zayin, brings down the different shitas regarding this. He holds that most shitas, including Rabbi Kiv Eger, hold taka that you have to do it that way. That although on Shabbos first, you light the candles, then you make the bracha, on Yantiv you taka do it just the opposite. You would be mevarech over lasiyasim. Therefore, first you would make the bracha, then you would light the candles. And even a woman would do it this way. However, the Magen Avram and the Shulchan Aruch Harav say no. We say that a woman is supposed to do just like she does on Shabbos. We say lay pluk. That since she already does it this way on Shabbos, at first she lights the candles, and then she makes the bracha. So on Yantav you do the same thing. And the reason we're worried and we say lay pluk is because we're afraid. If we're going to say that on Yantav she does just the opposite, she's going to get mixed up. And then one Shabbos she's going to come to do it the wrong way around, and she's going to be over and it's a Shabbos. Therefore we say lay pluk, therefore... We do not change the halach on Yantiv, and you do on Yantiv just like you do on Shabbos. You'll see that you look around at the Velt, the Velt is not to do it both ways. And technically, because there are sheetas that hold this way and sheetas that hold it that way, you could go either way, and you could either light first and then be mavarach, or be mavarach and then light. Now let us begin the second parak of Masech Psachim, parak Kol Shah, at the Mishnah on Dav Chafalaf Amad Aleph. The Mishnah says, Kol Shah Shemutur Le'echal, Anytime it is mutter to eat chametz on erev Pesach, ma'achil lebehema, ma'achra lenachri, umutter ba'anase. Within that time frame, it is mutter to give it to a behema, to sell to a guy, or it is mutter ba'ana. And the Gemara explains this mission is referring to the shita of Rabban Gamliel, which we had on Daf Yud Aleph Amid Beis, that he holds you're only allowed to eat up to four hours, but really by the time the fifth hour comes around, and during the fifth hour it is asr ba'achila, but it is mutter ba'ana. But since during the fifth hour it is mutter truma, is mutter to a kayan, therefore, since it's mutter to a kayan during the fifth hour, these three things, Michael Bahama, Michael Anachri, and Mutter it's all Mutter Bahana, and therefore you're allowed to do all these things. Let's say the fifth hour passes and we're now into the sixth hour, then everything becomes Asr Bahana, because during the sixth hour, Chamas is Asr Bahila, and Asr Bahana due to an Isr Dirabanan. Then we bring down a Machlaikis when what is Tashpisu? How do you how are you Makai in the mitzvah of Tashpisu? Rabbi Yehuda says, Ein bir chametz el 
in order to get rid of the chametz, you have to be you have to burn it. And according to the chamim, af mefarer the zera leruach You're allowed to either crumble it up and throw it into the wind, or you're allowed to throw it into the sea. The Gemara says meichrei lenachri lafuke beishame. This is coming to exclude the shita beishame. That beishame says loyimka adam chemtzei lenachri aliyimke yadeya by sheyichla. You have to know that the Nachri is going to finish it up, otherwise you're not allowed to sell it to him, and he has to be finishing it up before Pesach. And Basil says, Kol Any time that it is mutter to eat it, it is mutter to sell it. And as we pass in Bisman Hazad, it doesn't matter what the guy does with it. As long as you sell it during that mutter time frame, even if he keeps it over the Halyantiv, it doesn't matter. The says, The sixth hour, which is Midrabanan, is equal to the time after Chatzais. In other words, after Chatzais, it's also Midar Raisa, and during the sixth hour, it's also Midar Abanan. But that sixth hour has the exact same halacha as the time after Chatzais. The Amar Reb Gidol Amarav, HaMekadesh Mishay Shaos Lamayla, the person marries a woman during the sixth hour and later, Afilu Bechite Kurdanaisa, even with the hard kernels of wheat, Ein Chayshashin L'Kedushin. The Kedushin is no good, because during the sixth hour, it's not worth anything. Now, how do we know Chametz B'Pesach is also Aser Bahana? So we bring down Chizkiah. The Pasuk says, Lo Yeachel. Instead of Lo Yeachel, the Pasuk could have said Lo Yeachel. Since it says Lo Yeachel, it's coming to teach you that any type of benefit which could lead to eating Chametz, that would be Aser. And that comes to include Hana. Rabbi Vau says, anytime it says in the Torah, Lo Yeachel, Lo Yeachel, and Lo Yeachel, it comes to include both, both Achila and Hana. Unless the Torah explicitly says Hana is mutter, then it would be Aser. Hana would be Aser, and we learn this from Nevela. Taisvis also asks here, according to Rav Avo, then if Hana is equal to Achila, you should also be Chayav Karas on Hana, not just on Achila. Tafchav Beis. La Kelev Tashlichun Oisai. This is referring to a Behema Trefa. The Chiddush of Oisai is that only a Behema Trefa are you allowed to give to a dog to eat. In other words, to derive Hana from it. But all other Yisuri Achila, you're not allowed to give to a dog because they're Aser Bahana. Rashi mentions, mentions here that this is a reward. The dog gets to eat this. It's a reward for keeping quiet during Makas Bacharis. As we know, the Pasuk says, La Yecharatz Kelev We then bring the Pasuk Al Kain La Yochlu Bnei Yisrael Askid Hanasha. So, according to Avavo, why is Hana going to be Mutter? Hana should be Aser, just like Achila is Aser. So, we enter, we have a special Pasuk that says Hanas Nevela is okay. And since Gidanasha is included in Nevelas, therefore Hana of Gidanasha is Mutter. But we say this is only good according to the Mandiyamar, who is Rabbi Yehuda, who holds Yesh Begid and Benais and Tam. That means that the Gid has a Tam Basar. Therefore, it's considered as part of the Basar Nevela. But otherwise, Hana would be Aser. We then say only Dam Shenishpach Kamayim is Mukhshur Lekabal Tuma. We know that in order for something to be Mukhshur Lekabal Tuma, it has to be touched by one of the seven mashkais, and dam is one of them. But we say dam, which is ein nishpach kamayim, is not mushul kabel tuma. We see this from the pasuk of al haaretz tishpachenu kamayim. We then say that the isur of Abraham and achai is only for humans, but not if you give it to a dog. We also say that it's also to give Abraham and achai to a guy, since it's lifna ivar, and since for a guy this is one of the zayin mitzvahs bnei nayach. The gemara says shimon ha'am suni va'amri le'nechemia. Ha'am Sunni, he was darish. Call esim shabatara. In other words, any time the word es appeared in the Torah, he was darish it. Until he reached the pasuk of es Hashem alakecha tira, and he didn't know what to do. He didn't know how to be darish that. So he decided because of that that you can't make any drushes from the word es. Until Ad Shabar Rabbi Kiva, until Rabbi Kiva came and he was darish this pasuk, 
as Hashem lokechatira, l'rabbas talmidei chachamim. In other words, that you have to fear your rabbi as much as Shemayim. Tavchav Kimmel. V'chol zar la'yechel kaidesh is teaching us that truma is asar lizar. Aisar, according to Rav Avo, it should also be asar bahana. But we see in Erevin, the Gemara in Erevin, tavchafav ma'arvin lanazar b'yayin uli Yisrael b'truma. So we see that it is mutar bahana. So we answer, trumaschem teaches us that it is mutar, but truma is mutar bahana. And then we ask similar questions in other areas like chav, like Chadash and Shratzim. Then we say by Chelev of a Bahama that died without Shechita. In other words, it becomes a Nevela. We say that Yasa Lekol Melacha. Chidish is here. But there's a Hava meaning that it's only mutter to use Chelev for the Beis HaMikdash. But Melechas had Yudit's Asr, Kamash Melan, for both its Asr. Divrei Rabbi Siaglui. Rabbi Kiva says, we learn that only a Nevela is Metama. But chelev is not metama, even if it is used for the purpose of kadshim. We only want to use holy things. We then say that chelev has a kula, that chelev huter mechlaloi eitzel chaya, that it is only usher by a behema, but by a chaya chelev is mutter. And finally, we say chulin she nishkatu ba'azara is usher bahana. As a machlaikis between Rabbah and Chizkiah, if it's usher bahana midaraisa or midarabana. Kachin that become Tameh must be burnt inside the Azara. We learn this from Bakaydish, Ba'esh, Tisarif. We also say, Ein Mashirin Minadin. We cannot learn a new lav to be Mechayev Malkus from a Kalvachimer. The Gemara says, Ochal Putisa. You eat a Sheretz of the Mayim. Laika Arba. Four times. Nimala. Sheretz Haaretz. is like a Chamesh. And Sira, something that flies, is like a Sheish in terms of Malkus. We then say Kalishurim Shabatara ain't like in Alayam Eladarah Khanasam. The only time you ever get Malkus is if you do them do via the normal way. For example, Khalev is usually used as a fuel. But if you use it as a medicine, you would be putter for Malkus because that's not the normal Darachanasan. And Abaya says the exception to this rule is Klai Hakaram. Khafe. Basar Bakalov is Asar Bahila and also Asar Bahana. The Einish for Basa B'chalaf is Malkus, but there is no curse. The Gemara says whether something did or didn't have a Shas HaKaisha, in other words, Shas HaKaisha means at some point it is mutter to use, that doesn't influence whether it's Asr Bahana or it's Mutter Bahana. Amar Rabbi Yechanan, Bakal Misrapin, any time, anything you're allowed to use to be Merapa, even Isurim, for example, like Basar B'chalav, if something is Basar B'chalav, you need it for, for a refuah, you're allowed to use it. Chutz me'atzi asher, except atzi asher, you're not allowed to use for refuah. And the raya for this is mikol nafshecha, b'chol nafshecha, o b'chol ma'idecha. So why do you need both of them? So it teaches you that you need avas Hashem b'chol nafshecha, even if it's, if it's necessary to be meisur nefesh. That teaches you that something like avaydu zara, you're not allowed to use even in a case of refuah. So the Rana asks, why don't we extend the schiv of Mesiris Nefesh to all mitzvahs? That one would have to die not to be mavatal any mitzvah. Why? Because every mitzvah is an expression of Avas Hashem. So he answers, V'chai Bahem teaches us, the Pasuk V'chai Bahem Yamus Bahem, that all other mitzvahs have a p'tur if there's a, if there's a question of pikuach Nefesh. Asa Ravin, Amar Rabbi Yechanan, Bakol Misrapin, you're allowed to be Misrapin with anything, Chutz Me'avoy Zara, and that these have a special halacha of Yahareg v'yal Yavar.
of Taisvis is that the Chiyav of Yaharag Yavar by Gili Arayas is only for a man, since he does the action. The woman has no Chiyav, since she is passive in such a situation. Reb Chaim Halevi brings that the Rambam argues on Taisvis and says a woman is also Chayav, since you don't need a Maisa. And Reb Chaim asks on the Shita of Taisvis from the famous Gemara in Baba Metziah, Dav Samach Aleph. If two people are stuck in the desert and there's only enough water for one of the two people, Ben Petura says they're supposed to share it. But Rabbi Akiva learns from the Pasuk of Imach that Chayecha Kaidman, since only one person is able to live and you're the one with the pitcher of water, your life is first, therefore you should drink the water so you should live, and unfortunately the other person will die. So we see without this Pasuk that he would have had to give water to his friend, and if he is Shev Yaltasa, in other words, he does no Maisa, he would be Iver, so this is a Kasha on Taisus. So Rabbi David Kronglass, the Chorin Levracha, who was the Mashkiach in Yisrael, answered that that's different, because in that case we have a special Chiyav of Leisama and Aldam Reyecha. That's the Chiyav that would force you to be Meisr Nefesh, even without the Limud of Chayecha Kaidman. We then say, Hana habaldi adam balkarchai b'yisurei hana. In other words, a case where a person ends up having, b'yisurei hana, he ends up having hana against his will. So Abayah says, this is mutter, but Rava says, this is Asr. And this is referring to the case of Le'efshar become Ischavin, that it is unavoidable without excessive toil to accomplish a particular goal without benefiting from Yisurei Hana, and he has Kavana to benefit from this Hana. This is similar to the Machlaikis by Dover Sheinem where Reb Shimon holds, this is mutter, and Reb Yehuda holds, this is Asr. Talking about Dover Sheinem Miskaven on Shabbos, and the famous case is if you drag a bed through a field and you make a chritz in the ground, which is really an iser. The fact of the matter is you didn't have kavana to make the chritz. You had kavana only to move the item. So it's a davar she'enem eskavan. So Rabbi Shimon holds mutter, Rabbi Yehuda holds that it is aser. We bring a raya to Abaya and we bring a raya to Rava. The raya to Abaya, which says that it is mutter, comes from the following. Rabbi Yechon and Bedzaka used to use, used to give a shear his shear to his Talmidim, in front of the wall of the Heichal, which was a large, large shaded area. So technically, he derived benefit from Hektish. So you see that it's mutter. And the Raya Tarav is any benefit from seeing, smelling, or viewing something that is Asr in the base Hamigdash has no Ma'ila, but we say that it is Asr to do it. Therefore, we have a Raya, according to Rava, that it is Asr. We then say, Kol Any time you have two Psukim teaching you the same thing, you can't learn that halacha out from the rest of the Torah. The Gemara then says, Meichrei Ksus, referring to Shatnes, a person who was selling clothing, and they are Shatnes, Meichrin Kedarkon, he's allowed to wear it and sell it just as it is, Ubilvaj Leyiskaven Bechamim Bnei Achama, Ubikshamim Bnei Gishamim. He's allowed to wear it in order to sell it, but if it's sunny outside and he's using it as a protection, he's not allowed to have Kavana to get Hana from the fact that he's being protected from the sun, or same thing with the rain. We then say that a new oven, which has been heated with Yisurei Hana, in other words, with Truma or with Arla, since finishing the process was finished by Yisurim, the only Eitzah for this is Yutatz, breaking the oven. We then have a different price that says, you only need Yutzan, you only need cooling it off. And then it would be Mutter, because Zev is Mutter. So Ar Shal Chulin, Vishal Truma, Shanafl Dusaych Isa, V'ein B'zeke De Lachmitz, V'ein B'zeke De Lachmitz, so these two are working together in unison. So there's a machlekes. Rebbe Leizer says, achron, achron, ba. We look at the last thing that went in. Therefore, we say, Zeb, Zegarim, Aser. Because we don't count the two of them together. 
Therefore, whatever the last one that went in, that would aser it, and therefore it becomes aser. The chachamrim, the chachamim say it's mutter. Why? Because we say zev is Each one did not have the ability to be machmitz by itself. Therefore, the two of them together, zev is it would be mutter. We say ein pidyan la Once something becomes avoidazara, you cannot use it anymore. We then say we always paskin like Rebbe when he argues with a yachid, but not when he argues versus a rabbim. Since we say machloikis yachid of a rabbim, halacha is kirabim. The government says the only time Rebbe said a heter of using pas baked with yisurehana is by gechalim aimimais, calls which are beginning to die out from the flame. But if they are leichashais, they still have fire in them. It's just as bad as burning wood. And it's usur because we say yeshvach etzim bepas. The wood is baked, the taste of the wood is baked into the bread. We say by atse hektish, it's always usur to use them, even if you hold ein shvach etzim bepas, according to everyone. Since hektish we say afilu be'elaf leibatam. Mashen came by arla, if you use arla. Some people say we go lekula. Why? Because arla is batal b'masayim. The Gemara says, while atzei hektish is aser bahana, a person isn't always mile bahektish. For example, by shlamim, which are kachim kalim, there's no meila, since most of the actual carbon actually belongs to the bailim and not to the migdash. We then say kalan itzrafin afra muter bahana. Anything which has a din of burning, you can get hana from the ashes, since kvar nasis mitzvasa. You've already done the mitzvah once you burned it, except for atzei ashera, which are always aser since it will always be considered Avaidazar. We then bring down the Shita of Rabbi Yehuda, which we had said before, Ein bir chametz elas reifa. How do we know this? We learn this from a Kalva Chaimer. Man nicer she'ena bebal yira bal yamatzah tain sreifa. Nicer, which does not have the Yisurim, bebal yira bal yamatzah, requires sreifa. Chametz she'yesh bal yira o bal yamatzah lekal sheke. That's the Kalva Chaimer. Then Rabbi Yehuda was chayzer, and he said a different shot. He learned it from Abba Matzino, that nicer is aser ba'achila. And chametz is aser ba'achila, so my nicer b'sreifa, af chametz b'sreifa. Taf chavches. Our minig today, as we see in Simon Taf Memhei, is to burn the chametz. And the Rama says the minig to burn is by day, just like we know that nicer is burned by day. Therefore, the minig today is to burn chametz by day. Then the sheet of the chachamim in the Mishnah, where we spoke about crumbling and throwing into the sea, about if you're allowed to do that or not on chametz af mefar. Rabbi says chametz needs crumbling even when throwing it into the sea, and just throwing it is not enough. Rabbi Yosef says you don't need crumbling. And in Shulchan Arach, Taf Nunhe, say we paskin like Rabbi Yosef. Unless it's hard chametz, that the water will not be able to dissolve, then you do have to actually crumble it before you throw it into the water. We then have a Mishnah that says chametz sha'avar lava pesach. If it belongs to a guy, it's mutter bahana for the Jew. Vishal Yehudi, if it's chametz sha'avar lava pesach that belongs to a Jew, it becomes Asr, Bahana, even after Pesach, and this is because of a Knas. We've been on Machlekes in the Gemara. Rabbi Yehuda says, Chametz, Bein Lifnei In other words, Chametz from before, Chatzayis, on Erev Pesach, Bein Lachar or Chametz, after Pesach completely, Oiver, Lav Minatayra, a person is Oiver, an Iser, a Lav Minatayra, if he eats it. Ubesach Zmane, let's say it's during Pesach, during the time from Chatzais and on, then he's over a lav, and he's over, he's Mechuyev in Karas. Rabbi Shimon says, whether it's before Zmanai, or after Zmanai, then he doesn't have any lav at all. But if it's Toch Zmanai, it's during Pesach, then he's Chayev a lav and Karas. 
Rabbi Yisaglili says, even if it's during Pesach, Hanah during Pesach is mutter. We have a machlekes regarding Tashbisu. But Slach holds that the mitzvah of Tashbisu is like the mitzvah of Lulav. And one is not machuyev to do it immediately, but rather there's only an Indian of Zrizin Makdimin Lamitzvah. The Magad Avram in Tav Memdalot says, the mitzvah of Tashbisu, you're over on every Rega Varega, if you don't do it, since you're being mavatal the mitzvah, I'll call rega varega. Therefore, you're mechuyev to do it immediately. And it doesn't to do its reason, makdim and mitzvah. But rather, you have to do it immediately. We then say the Pesach of Mitzrayim was neig only for one day. Not like today, where it's neig for seven days. The Gemara then says, a ben nechar, who is a mummer, or an arel, someone who did not have a bris, does not have a chiv of carbon Pesach. But both of them have a chiv of matzah or marar, which we learned from a special Pesach. Taisus asks, why do we need a special pasuk to tell us that a nechar is chayav in matzah? He's chayav on all other mitzvahs, so why shouldn't he be chayav on matzah too? Tafchavtes. The Gemara asks, who is the Mishnah we just said like? We say that it cannot come out like Rabbi Yehuda. Why? Because Rabbi Yehuda says there is an iser both before and after Pesach. Well, the Mishnah said there's an afkamina, depending on whether it's chamet shavel of a Pesach, of a Jew, or a guy. And according to Rabbi Yehuda, it seems that it doesn't matter whether it belongs to a Jew or whether it belongs to a guy. And we say it can't be like Rav Shimon because he said it's mutter both before and after Pesach. But in the Mishnah, it's mashmid, there's an afkamina between a Jew and a guy. And according to Rabbi Yisiaglili, it's mutter bahana even during Pesach. So who's the Mishnah going like? So we answer a number of Turetzim. First we say the Turetz of Ravacha bar Yaakov. Ravacha bar Yaakov says the Mishnah is like Rabbi Yehuda. And after Pesach, it is Asr Minatayra, only if it belongs to a Jew. But if it belongs to a guy, you would be able to have benefit and eat it since Rava says a different Eretz. Rava says the Mishnah is really like Rav Shimon. And really after Pesach, it's mutter to everybody. But the Chiddush of the Mishnah says is that Midr we give a Jew a knas if he kept the chametz and he kept it in a way that it becomes chametz she'avrlav a Pesach. Since according to the explanation of Rabbi Akhar Yaakov, a Jew would be allowed to eat chametz of a guy on Pesach, he was chayzer on a pshat, and in fact, there's an isidar raisa to eat chametz of a guy on Pesach. We then bring a brisa that says if someone eats chametz of hektish on Pesach, he has to pay because he was mal. So we say, why should he be chayef? Since it's chametz, it has no value on Pesach. So we answer, it does have. According to the Tanakam, we say it has value since after Pesach, they can sell it. But Rebbe ben Akana says it's pater because we say, a person only gets the worst type of punishment. When he's of two types of punishments, he only gets the worst of the two. So since he has a chi of karas here for eating chametz, he doesn't also have to pay for being mal. Then we give another tarot. Also, according to the Tanakhama, we say, Dover hagarim lomaman, it's kamaman dami. So he's chayev on the fact that they can sell it after Pesach. But according to the Yeshayimim, we say, lav kamaman dami, therefore he's pater. Taisus here is machadish a big yusayid. Someone who keeps chametz in his rishus in order to destroy it on Cholamayid is not over on Bal Yira, since it's a lav hanitik la'ase. The lav of Bal Yira, Bal Yimatza, will lead you to be in the mitzvah of Tashpisu. So it's a lav of Bal Yira, Bal Yimatza, which is nitak to the ase of Tashpisu. The Shagdas asks, we never see that it's mutter to purposely hold something in order to be mekayim in ase. For example, gezel is nitak the lois assay of Gezel is nitak to the assay of Aheshiv Asagzela, and we know you're not allowed to steal something in order to be Mekayim, this mitzvah of Aheshiv Asagzela. So he blives with a tzarachin. But the Mogan Avram brings a raya from here that if you find something, if you find chametz on Yantav, 
you can be kaifen alav asakli, and you're not over on Bal Yerol, Bal Yimotza, because you're basically allowed to keep it till later on. Now we will begin a mini sugya on Tarubis Isser Veheter. But before you begin, <coughs> let's give a brief hakdama on some of these klalim of Yeridea. We know that if two things get mixed up together, one of them is a davar ha'asr, and one of them is something which is mutter, sometimes this mixture becomes mutter, and sometimes it becomes asr. There are two questions we must, we must ask by any tarubis isr v'heter to determine what its mixed status yields us. Question number one. Are these two items similar or different? If, for example, we have two like items, say, for example, kosher meat and trefa meat. So since both of them are meat, they're similar. They're referred to as a taruvis of min bimine. If, however, we have two different items, for example, basar and chalav, and they get mixed up, so they're both different, they're referred to as a taruvis of min bishainamine. Question number two is, how much of this davar ha'asar fell into this pot of kosher food? Or, in other words, into this davar hamutar. Some mixtures, by nature of the combination, become asur bamasho. This means that even if you have 300 gallons of apple juice, but one drop of chametz falls into it on Pesach, the entire thing becomes asur, because the one drop, the mashahu, was enough to create an isser. So this becomes asur bamasho. On the other hand, some mixtures become asur only asur benaisen tam. This means that only if a large enough quantity of isser, which can now be tasted in the taruvis, falls in, so we render the entire mixture usser. Because after all, if you really can't taste it, why should it make everything else usser? Today, the shear for nice and tam is shisha. So if at least one-sixtieth of the new mixture is a davar usser, then it becomes usser because it is nice and tam. But if the isser is less than one-sixtieth of the total, it therefore gives no taste, so it does not usser the nice and tam, and therefore it is batal the shisha. Here are sugya. We have two different primary shitas which talk about kol isurim shabbatayr. Forgetting about chametz b'pesach. What's the general rule when something falls, something which is usr, falls into something else, into a pot of something else, which is basically a dover, which is mutter? So we have two shitas. One we have the shita of Rav and Shmuel, and then we have the shita of Rabbi Yechonah. Rav and Shmuel hold kol isurim shabbatayr. Anytime you're dealing with an isr, the hatar, minatayr, min biminai if two things come together which are min biminai, which are two like items, they become asr bamasho. In other words, they're not batalafilu ba'alaf. However, if it's min bisha'ena minai, then it is only asr b'naisen tam. In other words, it can be batal b'shishim, and then it's mutter, but if it's not batal b'shishim, then it's asr. Rabbi Yechanan holds the tameh, and what he holds is, is that we always hold that it's batal b'shishim, if it is batal b'shishim. There's no such thing as asr b'masho. So kol yishlurim b'shabatayra, whether it's min biminai, whether it's min bishayna minai, it is always asr, but it is only asr benaisen tam, if there's more of an ashisha. <coughs> now, within this, we have a, another machlaikas. We have the shita of Rav and the shita of Shmuel, regarding chametz b'pesach. Rav holds chametz bizmanai, chametz on pesach. If some chametz gets mixed up in something else on pesach, bein biminai, bein bishayna minai, it is asr afilu b'masho. Why is this so? If it's min biminai, then it's midarai saser. But if it's min bishayna minai, then it's exera atu minai. The chachamim were afraid, like bedili inchi, people all year they eat chametz, so we're afraid people are going to mix it up. Therefore, they assert even min bishayna minai. And not only that, since it's a chiyav karas, we want to be machmer on that also. 
However, if it's chametz shaloi bismanai, let's say it's before Pesach, and a little bit of chametz gets mixed up into something which is mutter, so then b'minai, min b'minai is aser b'masho. This is following the sheet of Rabbi Yehuda. But if it's min b'she'ena minai, then it is aser rak b'naisintam. In other words, if it's batl b'shishim, then it's mutter. Then we have the shita of Shmuel. Shmuel is the Kulatika shita. He holds, if it's Bismane, if it's on Pesach, then Biminai, Min Biminai is Asur, Damashahu, Midaraisa. Why? Because we hold Kali Surim Shabbataira is Asur Bamashu. However, let's say it's Shmin Bishaina Minai, then it is Mutter if it's less than Nice and Tam. And what about this whole Gzaira of Atu, which we said before? That he doesn't hold of. Let's say it's Shalei Bismanai, and it's before Pesach, and it's something gets mixed up, or it's after Pesach. Then we say, Ben Biminai, Ben Bishain Aminai, it's Mutter. Because here we paskin like Rabbi Shimon. Then we have the Shita of Rabbi Yechanan. Rabbi Yechanan holds the Tameh, that Kali Surim Shabbatara is only Batal if it's not nice and Tam, but otherwise, if it's nice and Tam, it's Aser. So Bismanai on Pesach, then it's Aser, Rak Benaisin Tam. But if it's Shalai Bismanai, then it's the same thing. Then it's also Asr only Benais and Tam. Because here he holds like Rib Shimon. Taflamid. Amarava Hilchasachamitz Bismanai Ben Bimine Ben Bishain Aminai Asr Afilu Bamasho. This is like Rav. Bishalai Bismanai Ben Bimine Ben Bishain Aminai Mutter. This is like Rib Shimon. What this means is that on Pesach, no matter what it is, Biminai, Bishain Aminai, even if one drop of chametz falls into a big pot of meat, for example, the entire pot becomes aser. This is like the shita of Rav. If, however, this taruvas chametz happens before Pesach, then it's always mutter, in any situation. Because we paskin like Rip Shimon. This really explains why when a taruvas happens on Pesach, we have to be extremely careful, because it's aser b'masho. Well, if something happens before Pesach, you could be more mekel, because it's not the situation of, of aser afilu b'masho. Rashi says the halacha that by all other Risurim Shabbatara, Min Biminai isn't Batal Afilu Bamasho. Taisus argues and says by Kali Surim Shabbatara, except for Chametz, Min Biminai is Batal Bashishim. And it's only Asr Benaisin Tam. By Shalai Bismane, according to Rashi, even if it's Benaisin Tam, it's still Mutter. This is the opposite extreme of what Rashi said by Bismane. So the question is, what about the fact that Rabbi Shimon spoke about knas? Where does knas come in? So why should it be mutter if it's nice and tam, according to Rashi? So we could say that's only, knas is only by chametz be'en, not by a taruvas of chametz. And we see that Rabbi Nachman told people of the city after Pesach that they're allowed to buy bread from the goyim. The Torah and the Rush say that this kula of taruvas is only if it was mixed by accident. But if someone did it b'mezid, then it's usher. The Ran brings an additional reason why chametz on Pesach is Asr B'mashu. He says it's Asr B'mashu because it's a Dover Sheyesh Matirin. So even according to Reb Shimon, who says that there's no Knas by Ataruvas, but this is a Dover Sheyesh Matirin, therefore it would be Asr B'mashu. The Gemara then says pots made of Cheres used for chametz before Pesach. Rav says that they cannot be kashered for Pesach, but they have to be destroyed. And, they, and not only that, they can't be used after Pesach either. And Shmuel says you can use them after Pesach, but you're not allowed to use them on Pesach. And basically, Shmuel just wanted to keep pot stores from raising prices after Pesach. That's why he allowed it. Now, a question we could ask on Rav is, why can't, 
we use something like this after Pesach. We know that after 24 hours, it's nice and tam lifkam. Once a taste of food gets into a pot, it stays in the pot. However, after 24 hours, the flavor becomes ruined. It becomes pogum. Therefore, it's like it's not there anymore, and it's nice and tam lifkam. So we can answer as follows. Rab doesn't hold of this here, since he holds like Rabbi Yehuda, that even after Pesach, chametz cannot be bottle. Now, we paskin that nice and tam lifkam is mutter. So while we wouldn't use these pots on Pesach, we could use them after Pesach. And Taisvis asks, what's the Hava Amina here? That it's mutter after Pesach? We paskin ein mevatlin iser l'chatchila. So how can we be mevatl the iser of chametz shavalav Pesach via this ein amina according to Rav? So the Ran gives a teretz, since the mixture into the pot was before Pesach, and now you can't see it mamish inside the pot, we're really not being mevatl the iser, and therefore it's mutter. Also, the Magen Avram answers that really there's no chametz shavalav Pesach since we paskin like Rip Shimon that chametz is mutter after Pesach. So surely when we're talking about a case where it's inside the, the wall of a pot, that would be mutter also. The Gemara says, Ein lashen esa isa You're not allowed to bake isa dough with cholov. Vim lashen. If you did this, call a pasasura. It's aser. The Gemara says, Ein tashen esa tanner You're not allowed to smear animal fat on a tanner. But it's okay to kasher this oven via libun. We then say that a knife can be kashered for Pesach via reiskin, via the use of hot water. But this water must be from a klirishin. And the Rabban says klirishin here is referring to, like we refer to klirishin in the Sech Shabbos, that is the first keli that comes off the fire. Taisu says that this reiskin is only okay for Pesach to kasher from chametz. By shanking if the knife becomes trafe during the year from something else, then you would need libun. And the Rabban holds that, like Abi Pesach, if a knife, if a knife becomes chametzdik on Pesach, then you would need Liban also. So why does our Gemara say that Reischen is enough? The Ramban learns from here. We see an, we see a big side. Regarding kashering, we look at Rav Tashmishin to determine the method of kashering. If there's different things you could do with this keli, we look at what the keli is usually used for in order to determine whether we need Liban or whether we need Reischen, as we see in Simon Tafnun Aleph and Shulchan Arach Sif Vav. Klicheres rak shvirasan metaharasan. We know that a klicheres, once something gets absorbed, something which is usher gets absorbed into it, it cannot come out of the keli. We learn this from Neisser, where it says yishaver. The Gemara says, Kol tzitikun rabbanan ke'en daraisa tzitikun. Anything the rabbanan made as a gzera is just like uh, an iser daraisa. The Gemara says, Kalim used for cold chametz can be kashered for Pesach. We then have a mishnah. Nachri shehilves Yisrael al chametzay. A Jew gave him chametz as a mashkin for the law. So we say, Achar Pesach, it is mutter bahana. Now why is it mutter bahana? It's mutter because it's really chametz hagai, sha'avaralava Pesach. However, if the case is just the opposite, that kind of a case would be usher. Now in the first case, we say that if the Jew does not pay back the loan, then the guy is kind of it immediately. And the Gemara says, typically in a case when a Levi cannot pay back his loan to the Malva, so the Malva gets to keep the Mashka. The question is, when is he kaina this Mashka? So it's a machlekes between Abaya and Rava. Abaya holds, Lemafreya. Lemafreya he's kaina. Rava holds, Mikanu Lahaba, Hugaiva. Only from now and onward is he kaina. Taflamid Aleph. We have the Sheet of Rabnasid. Sheet of Rabnasid is if we say that if A owes B money and B owes C money, C can go directly to A to collect the money. Then we have the din of Rabbi Yitzchak. 
Minayin lebalchayiv shakayin mashkin. How do we know that when a mashkin is put into the lender's rishus, the lender owns it? Shenemar ulacha tiyet staka. Im ena kayin mashkin staka minayin. If he's not actually kind of this mashkin, then why would it be called tzedakah? We then have a machlekes between the Tanakama and Rav Meir. Tanakama holds this particular din that we just said, like a mashkin, this is only speaking about Yisrael who borrowed from Yisrael. But Yisrael who borrowed from a nachri who is a light, is not kainet. And Rav Meir says, Yisrael mi nachri, kal shakain, because we learn this from a kalvachaymer. Chanus shal Yisrael u'malei shal Yisrael u'pa'alei nachrim nechnasin l'sham chametz shenim sasham achar pesach aser ba'anavik kol shekain ba'achila. If the store is owned by a Jew, and the food in the store is owned by the Jew, and goyim come in there and they eat, say for example, they eat lunch. So if you find chametz there after pesach, it's aser ba'ana, and surely it's aser ba'achila because we we assume that the chametz in there is probably the Jews. However, if the case is vice versa, then we say that it is mutter, because probably then, if it's owned by a guy, the chametz probably belong to a guy. The Magid Abram brings down a bach that says, in a case of Suffolk chametz shravel of a Pesach, we spoke that chametz shravel of a Pesach, if it belongs to a Jew, is aser. But if it's a Suffolk, then it is aser ba'achila, but it is mutter bahana. I remember years ago when I was learning in Tel's Yeshiva High School in Chicago, once during February, I found a bug in a box of honeycomb cereal. So I wrote a letter to the post division of General Foods, and I said, hey, you know, I found the bug in the cereal. I deserve some compensation for this. And I went home for Ben Ismanim during Pesach. After Pesach, when I came back, I was told by someone that there was a package for me. I went to see what the package was, and I saw that it was three boxes of honeycomb cereal that had been sent. Now, this package had come cholamayim. I, however, had come back Rosh ear. So the question is, can I now eat it, or is this considered chametz sha'avalav ha-Pesach? On one hand, it came on Pesach. It mamish came on Pesach. And it came to the Dalit Kaisle HaYeshiva. So maybe I was kinded. On the other hand, I really wasn't kinded at all. In fact, I didn't even know about it. So how can we say that I was kinded? This case is discussed in Shulchan Aruch, Simen Tov Sif Beis, and the Mishnabru and Sifkat Nei. He brings down this specific case and explains that Kinyan Chatzar will not work Balkarche. This Kinyan only works if it's Nichale. So even if a person wants the cereal, but if he doesn't want the Chatzar to be Kainit, then it's okay. So Kal Shikain, if you don't know it was in the Chatzar, you're not Kainit either. Therefore, since I was in St. Louis on Pesach and didn't know the cereal had arrived in Chicago and only found out about it after Ben Azmanim, I wasn't Kainit until after Pesach. Therefore, it would be mutter to eat, since it's not chametz sh'avarlav ha-pesach. We then have a Mishnah. If debris fell on chametz, so the Tanakhama said the chametz is like destroyed. Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel says it's only destroyed if a dog can't get to it. In other words, it's more than three tefachim deep, so therefore the dog cannot smell it. The Gemara says that Rabbi Chizda says you must still do bitul beliboy, even in such a case. And Shmuel says the only way to watch money is to bury it in the ground. As a haktama to the next Mishnah, we know by trumas, if one eats truma b'shaigig, he must pay back to Kayan a karen, the value of the truma, plus a chaymish. And he has to pay this with chulin misukanin, Paris that trumas and meisers were already taken off. This payment now becomes equivalent to the truma. So the Mishnah says, if one eats chametz truma b'shaigig on Pesach, he pays karen 
plus chaimish, even though chametz pesach is aser bahana. But if he ate it b'mezid, mezid b'truma but shaygig b'chametz, obviously, then he's potter, since he's like a gazlan, and since a gazlan pays the value, and since it now has no value, no shavius on pesach, therefore he's potter. Taflamid base. When a person eats truma b'shaygig, does he pay lefi mida, lefi measurement, how much it is, or lefi damim? What is its worth? How much is it worth? And this is a machlaikis. Rabbi Akiva says he pays damin. So by, by chametz he would be pater. Rabbi Echanan Benuri says he pays by mida, by how much it is in measurement. Therefore he would be chayev by chametz. The Gemara then says that a zuz of tamarim is worth more than a zuz of gregris, of figs. And here we have the famous shaila of the Oinigantif. If a balabas is in the United States, he's visiting the United States, but his chametz is in Eretz Yisrael. So, when it's 9 o'clock in the morning, Erev Pesach here in the United States, it's 4 p.m. in Eretz Yisrael. Therefore, in the United States, while Chametz to this person is still Mutter Bahana, the Chametz that's in Eretz Yisrael by 4 p.m. Erev Pesach is already Aser Bahana. So the question is, do we go after the Makam HaBailim, or do we go after the Makam HaChametz? So the Ayin brings a Raya from here in our Gemara. If we would go Lefidamim, so why do we say that the person has to pay Karen V'chaymish, the Chametz has no value? So the Gemara answered, here we're speaking like Rabbi Yisiaglili, and therefore we have to go after the Makam HaChametz. Other sheet is hold, that we go after the Makam HaBailam. Rabbi Tzvi Pesach Frank, who was the Rav of Yerushalayim, speaks about this Ba'arichas in his Farah. The Gemara then brings down many sheets that hold Chametz Pesach is Aser Bahana. And we say, Tan Rabbanon, Ha'echel Kezayis Truma. So the Tanakama, what we bring down holds, Mishalim Karen V'chaymish. But Avashal says, Ad Shiehei Ba'ishav Pruta. It doesn't matter whether it's a kezayis. What matters is that it's worth a shavapruta. So kezayis makes no difference. The fact what we care about is whether it's worth a shavapruta or not. The Machnefrayim clears a famous chakira, the Gabi Hilchas Gzela. He says, why is it that by mammon, general mammon, do we always say that a person has to pay, or is only mechuyiv to pay, when something is a shavapruta? Shavapruta seems to be the guideline for things, generally speaking, by Hilchas mammon. And the question is, the chakira is, is it because of mechila, that people are meichel something, which is pachas mishav apruta, or is it because of a din shir, mishiure hatara? The nafkamina would be if you steal something from a cut who has no ability to be meichel. So if you hold it's because of mechila, then you would be mechuyiv. Why? Because the cotton can't be meichel. Mashenkin, if you hold it's because of shir, mishiure hatara, then you'd be pater. He brings a raya from a rashi in Sanhedrin, that it's because of mechila. Others bring a raya from the top taisvis here in our daf, the taisvis divrei amaskal, the ein nesina, that it's a, it's a halacha in shir, and not in mechila. And finally, we see how echel truma pachas mikazayis, mishalem es hakaren, the ein mishalem es hachemish. Taflam and gimel. If one has hana from hektish, b'mezid, Rebbe says, you're b'chuyiv in misa b'tei shamayim, because of the pasuk chet chet, which we learned from truma. The Chachamim say, you're only over a laugh. The Gemara then says, if a person warms himself in a blanket and doesn't realize it, would ma- it was made with shearings from a carbon, in other words, he was mo'al, so we say that he's chayef, and there's no p'tur of misasik by mi'ila. This is because of the pasik of asher chataba. This pasik teaches us that the only p'tur of misasik is by something that would be mechuyev achatas if it was done b'shaygeh. Mashenkin, since mi'ila, requires a carbon asham, there is no p'tur of misasik by me'ila. We then say, Ein tar min min al 
you're not allowed to separate Tmeya over Tahira. Rashi says this is because of Hefzid Kayan, and Taisvi says it's because Hafrasha, it is like the case of Hafrasha Minhara al Hayafa. The Gemara also says that Chametz cannot become Truma. Then Rabbi Yechanan says grapes that become Tameh, you can save the Mashka and use the juice with a particular Eitzah. What you do is you press out the grapes at a shear of less than a Kabeah. Since the grape and the juice are two different things, you'd be allowed to do this. So if you press less than a shear of a Kabeah, there's no shear left to be Metama the Mashka. And he holds that Mashkin, Mafkid, Pekidi, that they're considered two separate entities. We then ask, can one have a na from Chita of Truma, which is Tamea? In other words, can you be madlik with it? Rafuna says you cannot, since we're chayshish that you may come to eat it. Rabbi Yechanan says it's okay, since he says, Shlikta umiista. Once it's cooked and it becomes mos already, you don't have to be chayshish for that. Therefore, it's mutter. Abishal, who was a baker in the house of Rabbi, used to use Truma Tamea as a fuel. Daflamadalat. Plants of Truma that become Tameh, and the person then replanted them. So the planting takes the din tuma off from them, but they still cannot be eaten. says that you can't eat them because of hesach hadas. A person has forgotten about them. Therefore, he's not allowed to eat them. Once hesach hadas was chal, you're not allowed to do anything with them. So what is pshat in hesach hadas? Rabbi Yechanan says the reason hesach hadas makes this happen is because of the chashash that it became tame. Reish Lakish says the psul of hesach hadas is a psul haguf. And Rabbi Yirmiyahu says it's a special iser derabanan. Now, Lagabi Chanukah, the Chuvas Beis Yitzchak asks, how did the Chashmanayim light from the Pach Shemin that was found in the Beis Hamigdash? There was Hesach Hadas. So he answers, according to the Mandi Yamaru holds, because of Chashash of Tameh, that's why Hesach Hadas is no good. So then it was okay, since it had the Chasima of the Kain Gadol. Therefore, it's not Tameh. But according to the Mandi Yamaru holds, it's a Psul Haguf. So how is it able to be mutter? So he answers from the Taisus in the Chagiga Daf Chafalaf. The Psul of Hesach Hadas is only when it's Biyad Lishmar, but a person neglects it. Masha'en Ken, if it's Ein Biyad Lishmar, in other words, it got lost, like in the Beis HaMikdash, then there is no din of Hesach Hadas. The Gemara then says, Atful Yaim, before Harav Shemesh, can pasal up Kachim if he touches it. Taflamid We learn from the Pasuk in Shmais, Perak Yud Beis, Pasuk Yud Ches. Barishain Ba'aba Asar Yaim Lachaydish Ba'erev Teichlu Matzas. There is a Chiyah for everyone to eat a Kazayis Matzah, on the first night of Pesach. And we have here the Mishnah. Before we discuss the Mishnah, let's talk a little bit about the different hafrashas, trumas, and maisras. It's a little bit of a hakdama, because the next few blot go into this in great detail. The first level of trumas and maisras is truma gedayla. Truma gedayla is given to the kain. Now, minatayra chita achas peteras es hakri. However, midarabanan and ayin yafa is mafush echad me'arbayim. A person who's a bain and he gives out a fiftieth, and Ayin Ra, Kamsin, gives out one sixtieth. A Kayan eats this, Bihiyaisam Tahirim. And it's given to the Kayan during the first six years of the Shemitah cycle. But in the seventh year, you do not give it to him. Then we have Maiserishan. Maiserishan is one tenth of a person's Tvua. That gets given to the Levi. And it also gets given in the first six years of the seven years of the Shemitah cycle. Then we have Trumas Maiser. The Levi gives one-tenth of what he got of the Maiserishan money. And he gives this to the Kain. Then you have Maiserishani. Going back to the average person, the average person takes one-tenth 
of what is left over from the Maeser Rishon that he now gave. What does he do with this Maeser Sheni? He takes this up to Yerushalayim and he's paid it. And then it's eaten by the Bailam with the money that's Nifta. This is given in years 1 and 2 and years 4 and 5 of the Shemitah cycle. Now, in years 3 and 6 of the Shemitah cycle, instead of giving a Maeser Sheni, a person takes one-tenth of what is left over and he gives what we call Maeser Ani. This gets given to the Ani instead of Maeser Sheni. Now, who is considered an Ani? Ani nechshav misha'en lo'y masayim zuz. A person is considered an Ani if he does not have at least masayim zuz, at least 200 zuz. So he has to be fairly poor in order to be eligible to receive this Maeser Ani money. Then we have the Mishnah. One may fulfill the mitzvah of matzah on the night of Pesach when the matzah is made out of any of the following five ingredients. These are the chamishas mine dogon. Chitim, wheat, soirin, barley, kusmin, spelt, shifain, rai, or shibar shual, which is oats. Now one can only be yaitzah, the mitzvah's matzah, with dvarim haboyim lide chimutz. Only with these five grains, because these are five grains which could potentially become chametz if they are left for 18 minutes when mixed with water. Now one can also fulfill the mitzvah's matzah, even if the grain is made out of damai. Damai is trua, which was bought from an amaret. So there, there is therefore a suffix whether truma and meiser were taken off of it. And the reason this is mutter is because damai is mutter la'aniyim. Normally people are not allowed to eat damai, but since anyone could technically become an ani, and damai is, is mutter la'aniyim, therefore it is mutter to use for matzah. It's also okay to fulfill it with grains that are made from meiserishan, which truma had already been taken off of it. In other words, truma's meiser also with Meiser Sheni and Hektish that had been redeemed. And finally, with Chala and with Truma, since these are Roy for a Kayin. Therefore, a Kayin could use them to make Matzah with. One may not fulfill the mitzvah of Matzah if the grain is made out of Tevel. Tevel is grain from which Truma had not yet been separated. And it's Osir Ba'achila Minatayra because it's Mitzvah Haba Ba'avera. Also, from Meiserishan, from which Truma had not been separated, and from Meiser Sheni and Hektish that had not been redeemed. Finally, we say Chalas of the Taida and wafers of the Karban Nazir. If one made them for himself, he does not fulfill the mitzvah. But if one made them to sell commercially, he does fulfill the mitzvah with them. The Gemara says, the Pasuk of and Shivas Yamim Matzis, come to teach you that the only way you can be yaitza, the mitzvah's matzah, is with grains, dvarim habayim lidei chimutz, yaitza bahem yidei chayvasei b'matzah, only with things which could potentially become chametz. This connection says that could you, you could only be yaitza on the mitzvah of matzah if they can become chametz. This comes to exclude anything which cannot become chametz. I once heard an interesting shot in this. We know that one is mechuyev to serve Hashem through Torah and mitzvahs. However, the only way a person can serve Hashem to the highest degree of Avodah is through his daily Dara Chachayim. In other words, through his job, eating and drinking, and how he conducts himself in business. Why is this so? Because Torah and mitzvahs are equal to Matzah B'Pesach, they are pure, and they cannot become Chametz. On the other hand, a person's job, his business, his eating and drinking, these can be done both Kahalacha, and in ways that are completely Usr B'Halacha. They are like Chametz B'Pesach. 
And since we say that one can be yotze the mitzvah of matzah, only avaya devarim habam chimots, it's these kind of things that are a true test of avaya Hashem. Can you do these things, ka'alacha? If you can apply Torah learning to these nisyainis, then you have overcome the obstacle of devarim, which could have chas v'shalom come lidei chimots. This is the highest form of avaya Hashem. The Gemara says that our mission is not like Rabbi Yechanan Ben-Nuri, since he holds that if you eat rice on Pesach, you're chayev karas, since rice can become chametz. Therefore, you would be allowed to use it to make matzah, and it's not like our Mishnah. Rav Papa then says, Isa shenilsha biyayin v'shemen udvash ein chayoven alchimutzai karas. Why is this so? Since may peris ein machmitzen, only water and flour can become chametz. The ein adam yoytzei dei chavasei, the havilei matzah shira. A person cannot be with matzah shira, with these rich ingredients, because the Torah says it has to be lechem oini. Rav Idi Bar gave an additional tarets why you're not chayav karas. He says the havile may peris, u may peris ein machmitzen. These things can't affect something to become chametz at all. Now, there's a machlekes we shine him here about what may peris ein machmitzen means. According to Rashi, on Daflam Edvav Amanalf, may peris does not become Chomets Gomer in order to be Chayef Karts, but it is considered Chomets Nuksha, therefore you're still over a lav daraisa. Rabbeinu Tam in Taisvis holds that Meperis are Ein Machmitzen Klal. If it's pure Meperis, it's not Machmitz at all. But if you add any water to it, then it becomes Chomets Nuksha. And finally, the Ramban holds, similar to Rabbeinu Tam, that if there's no water in it at all, so it's not Chomets at all. But if you add a little bit of water, then he holds Lachmer and it becomes Chomets Gomer. In Arachayim Tov Samach Beis Sif Beis, the Bir Halacha brings down the shame, the shame, the prima gadim. But this machlaikis that we mentioned before is only if there's a miut mayim. But if rov of it is mayim, even if there's some may Paris in it, everybody holds as a chi of kars. And the Ritvan Shulchan Aruch in Tov Samach Beis holds that all kinds of mashkin are included under the umbrella of may Paris, including milk, for example, and therefore they are ein machmitzen unless you have water mixed into them. We also say that may bayim, something which is made out of eggs, according to Rabbeinu Tam, are mutter on Pesach. And the Ramah Paskin's Lahalacha, that we do not need may peris at all into a dough, except lutzarech chola, or for a zaken. And the Mishnah Brura, in Sivkat and Tesvav, says we're chayshish for the shita of Rashi, since some mayim may have gotten mixed into it. So therefore, egg matzah, or chocolate matzah, for example, on Pesach, is mamish considered oser, and the Arach HaShulchan speaks very, very strongly about this type of matzah shira, or anything similar to matzah shira, but it's oser on Pesach, except in the case of Tzorach Gadol. Now, what about the question of gibrakst? Is one allowed to dip matzah into liquid on Pesach, or are we chayshish that possibly some unbaked flour got left on the matzah, and now if it gets dipped, or it gets baked into a cake, for example, it could now potentially become chametz? The Mishnah Brura in Simon Tov Samach in the Shari Tshuva Sifkat Yud says we're not chayshish for this and one does not have to be machmer not to eat Gibraks on Pesach. However, in the Shailas Tshuvas of the Arizal he says that a person should be machmer during Pesach but a person does not have to be machmer on Gibraks on Achron Shal Pesach. And generally by Chesidim and many others this beautiful minig is followed throughout Pesach today and they do not eat Gibraks on Pesach until Achron Shal Pesach. The Gemara says if one eats the Mai for matzah, why should it be good? It's a mitzvah ba'avera. So we answer, since one can be machgir all of his nechasim, 
and he would be mutter to eat it at that point. Why? Because an ani is mutter to eat demai. We also say that soldiers are also considered aniyim. Taflam and If something is tevel, it cannot become chametz because we say ein iser chal al iser, just like Rabbi Shimon holds. Pater mechatus. Why? Because once you're mechoyev for nevela already, then you're pater from achila b'yem hakipurim. Then asks, can one fulfill mitzvahs matzah with meiser sheni grain while he's in Yerushalayim? Rabbi Yisrael says no, since it says lechem oini. The only time, the only thing you can use to be yait to the mitzvahs matzah is referring only to things that can be eaten by an oinin. An oinin is a person in a period of time between the loss of a relative and the kvura. That's what's mutter, and that's what's considered lechem oini. Mashenki meiser sheni which cannot be eaten by an oinin, that cannot be used as lechamayini and therefore cannot be used as matzah. Rabbi Akiva says that it's mutter. Since it says matzah many times in the Torah, so it includes even meiser sheni. As he says, matzah is matzah is riba. Rabbi Akiva uses lechamayini, the pasuk of lechamayini, to aser any types of matzah ashira. The Gwarman says that it's aser to put milk into dough, and if you do, it's aser. We also say that it's aser to fulfill a matzah, matzah's mitzvah, mitzvah's matzah with bikurim. Since it says bechol ma'ishveisechem, and since bikurim are only eaten in Yerushalayim, they cannot be used for matzah's mitzvah. And finally, we say one should not make matzah ashisha, dense matzah, on Pesach. Taflamet Zion, thick matzahs. Beisil says they're okay to use on Pesach, and Beishamet says they're aser. But even according to Beisil, it's only mutter if they're up to one tafach thick. Since if it's more than one tafach thick, it's easy to become chametz because they're harder to watch. We then say that it's okay to bake matzahs with pastakia, a very fine flour. And finally, we're not supposed to make decorated or specially shaped matzahs, but if we did, it's okay b'dyevet. Ein oisin srikin hamitzu yarin b'pesach. Dagos maimani in hilchas chametzu matzah brings a mechilta, which says, in the Torah it says that when the Bnei Yisrael left Mitzrayim, they carried the dough on their shoulders. Rabbi Nassan asked, Why did they have to carry it themselves? Didn't they have behemoths to carry it? So we answer because the Jews wanted to carry it themselves due to the Chavivas HaMitzvahs. Therefore, People should be personally involved in baking matzahs before Pesach. And that's where this minute came from today. We then say that a matzah can be broken. If it can be broken without the threads dragging from it, it's considered baked good enough. However, if it's less than this, it isn't good enough, and it's not a good matzah. We then ask, if one made dough by pouring flour over boiling water, or by pouring boiling water over flour, is he mechuyev to separate challah from it or not? So we answer that there are various versions of Beis and Beis and then Afghamin is if he made it in an oven or in an ilfus, in a baking pan. Maisa ilfus is a baking pan over a flour, versus baking something in a regular oven. Taisus brings Rabbeinu Tam, a machlekes between Rabbi Yechon and Rabbi Shlakish, by ilfus. That the machlekes is by a loose dough. That if it was baked in an ilfus, Rabbi Yechanan holds it becomes lechem, therefore it's chayev chal. And Rishlakish says, no, it's not chayev, since ilfus cannot make lechem. But if it's thick dough, if it is ova, then everyone holds it as immediately chayev and chala, no matter what happens later. And the shach paskins like this, so he paskins basically that kreplach, for example, would be mechuyev, you'd be mechuyev to take chala from kreplach, but to do it without a bracha. And on this point, we will conclude this shirk.